Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Sarcasm Speaks. Jared and Bob here. Uh, it's a, a day, a matinee for us here, Sunday. I noticed it might be a little, little brighter in here. Um, but that is because we have Bruins tonight. Uh, so the Bruins play tonight at 6.30. Obviously, most of you guys are going to be listening to this tomorrow. So this will be uh, in the past for you. It's in the future for us. Um, so get yourself ready for some disappointment if you're a Bruins fan. Uh, we got game seven against the Florida Panthers. Um, probably not going to go so hot. It hasn't been going so hot for the last two games. Uh, you know, it is what it is, right? We were a little off. I mean, you said this the other day. You're the asshole now because you were saying they were going to lose in six in the second round, and now they're not even going to make it out of the fucking first round. So Yeah, it's uh, not ideal. Yeah. I mean, if you've been paying attention to the, the series, uh, it hasn't been great. The whole, I would say the first half of the series um, tilted towards the Bruins, and then the second half has just been a landslide to the Panthers. Like the last two games, game five and game six, um, <clears throat> weren't even close in my opinion. I know, well, obviously the, the score in game six was not close. Um, I think the score in game five was a little closer, but it did not feel it. Um, I think you got that mixed up, but yeah. Oh yeah, dead bad. One of the games they won like seven to fucking four or something. Seven, seven, seven to five. Wasn't that game six? Well, game six was the other day. Wasn't that? Um, yeah, it came uh, down to like the last. That came down to the end, didn't it? I mean, I know I was drunk watching it at a bar, but. Um, it was a one-goal one game until the bullshit empty netter. Yeah, so that was that was a seven to five. That was a seven to five game. So the game before that was was that to overtime. Three. Yeah, yeah. So it was they were a both, four to three. I mean, they were both close. It's just it just didn't. That's what I mean. Like the score might have been close, but it didn't feel close. Like if you watch the game, <clears> um, but honestly, for the last four games, right? Because they they. They lost, um, oh no, they won. They lost game two. Yeah. They lost game two, six to three. I was looking at the Florida side of the matchup and it said lost two to six and two to four. That means there were Bruins wins. Like I said, I was looking at the the wrong side there. Um, But yeah, I mean, they've lost three out of their last five in the series. Um, Not great. So... The one thing I will say, um, we get Swayman tonight. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really want to get too much into this because by the time this does come out, it's going to be in the past anyway. But right, I don't, I don't think the goalie makes a difference. You're getting so I just looked. Uh, Jones had sent us shout out to Jones. Um, the expected lineup for tonight. I guess these were the lines of practice today. Um, you're getting the best possible you can get right so just real quick um you get marshan bergeron debrusque is your top line uh zaka krejci pasta is your second paul coil bertuzzi and then your fourth line is frederick no and hathaway so you're getting the best 
that you can. Um, well, you had that last game too, and it just didn't work out. So yeah, you get Grizz and McAvoy, Lindholm and Carlo, and then Forbert and Orlov with Swayman and Net. So I guess we'll see, right? <laughs> uh, let it be known. Um, I have placed a wager on the Florida Panthers to win. Um, I took their money line plus one ninety five. So the I went for the emo hedge. So we'll see. We'll see if my curse is uh, is strong enough. But I've got Florida in the series, the game, and over two and a half goals for tonight. <laughs> so we'll see, right? We'll see. We all need to start pounding Florida. Well, no, uh, I took I took Florida after game two. That yeah. that Bruins that Bruins performance was pathetic. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I go if that's if that's the, if that's what they're going to put forward, they're not winning the series. So I took Florida. Yeah, I would say even in the Bruins wins, the only one that they've won like commandingly was Game Four, right when they they won six to two. Yeah, I don't remember each game to be honest. Like I know game one really wasn't in doubt. People people didn't like game one, but it was three to one and um there was a bullshit it was a fluky goal for Florida, so they really didn't even score their own goal. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they look like shit. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. They like said the the wagering is in, so <laughs> We'll see who's who's the bigger jinx here. The Bruins are us. <laughs> I think two and a half two and a half goals for Florida is insulting. Yeah. So the interesting thing I will say, this is just hockey in general. That we don't have to keep harping on the Bruins. Um, but the Eastern Conference um, may now we'll see, right? Because this is this is a cursed team, also. But the Eastern Conference may have just opened up for the Toronto Maple Leafs. So last night, Toronto won the series. They they beat uh, Tampa Bay in overtime, um, which I had Tampa in the series. I took Tampa in the series. I think I got them at plus 140. Um, so obviously that lost. Toronto wins its first NHL series in like, what, fucking 22 years or something like that? 2004. Yeah. Uh, so 18 years. Um, they look really good, right? Like they're a very, like you can't knock them, right? They're, they're a very fucking, they're a very talented team. Um, but they are the team that's been cursed, right? Like they are the Red Sox prior to 2004, like dumb shit always goes against them. Like it's the curse, right? Whatever it is. Like they just couldn't get out of their own way. Well, they finally won a series last night. They finally have some confidence and as it stands right now, the Bruins don't look hot, right? So here's this scenario. If, if Florida wins today, that means they have to go on to play Toronto. I think Toronto absolutely mops the floor with Florida. Um, they, to, to right now, Toronto looks like what the Bruins should be doing. Um, and they're playing tougher competition in Tampa Bay. Florida, like the people forget, right? The Florida Panthers barely made the fucking playoffs. Um, and we can be, we have them in game seven, so we can't close. Uh, so I think Toronto, Toronto pushes through Florida. And now on the other side of the bracket, you have Carolina. Yeah, they ended up beating 
the Islanders uh, in the series. So they move on. Um, but they lost two key players. They lost what Teravinen and they didn't lose Aho, but they lost someone else on one of their, their top lines. I forget who the second guy is, but they lost two key players on their team um, to the point where a lot of people were taking the Islanders to come back and win the series. So you have us, uh, an unhealthy Carolina, right? Who I think you and I both picked Carolina to win the Eastern conference. Um, I took a future on them when sports betting opened up here. Yeah. As did I. Um, that's so now, Ian, that's well, that's because Ian said too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was on there statistically. Um, so now you have Carolina that's hurt, right? And you have New Jersey and the Rangers. So the Devils and the Rangers go into game seven, which I think is tomorrow, um, would be today if you're listening to this or watching on YouTube. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, thumbs up, like, rate, review, all that, wherever you, whether you're watching or listening. Um, but I don't think it matters, right? Whoever wins that, like say New Jersey wins, right? Cause I think the devils are a little, are a little bit more talented, um, but they're young, right? So they're young and they're inexperienced. So if the devils win and go on to play Carolina, I don't know. That's a tough series that like with Carolina missing those two top guys, Tara Vinen and whoever else, um, maybe it goes six or seven games, you know, maybe it's a coin flip. Now you have Toronto that should blast through Florida. And I think Toronto can beat any of the three teams that are left on the other half of the bracket, right? I think Toronto could beat the Rangers, the Devils, and a subpar Carolina team. So all of a sudden, the stars are kind of aligning for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win the Stanley Cup because they'll probably make it and then lose to like the fucking Dallas Stars or some bullshit. Um, but the talk about like the team that's been cursed forever. Things are looking up for them right now. If you're if you're a Maple Leafs fan. Well, that's easy for me to say, right? Because I I Maple Leafs fans are more scorned than Bruins fans. Um, so I can only imagine if how we feel about the Bruins, you probably, you know, 10x that. And that's probably how they feel about the Maple Leafs. But as an outsider, um, I think I like the Maple Leafs' chances, at least to win the Eastern Conference right now. And even if the Bruins do win today, I don't know if the Bruins keep playing the way they played against Florida, against Toronto. They ain't beating Toronto. No, they're, they 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 if they play the way they've been playing against Florida, they won't be Florida. So there's no issue there. <laughs> exactly. Def- <laughs> so. So it's interesting. Like I said, it's easy for me to say as an outsider, but things are looking up for for the Maple Leafs. Uh, and then honestly, I haven't been ta- paying too much attention to the Western Conference. Um, this games are on pretty late. I mean, I know Edmonton advanced. Um. I think Vegas. Vegas advanced. And then we're still waiting on Minnesota, Dallas, I think. And um Colorado Winnipeg. Colorado. No, I think Colorado, Colorado Seattle. That's tonight. Game seven is tonight for them. Wait, Colorado's playing Seattle? Yeah. They're in Colorado tonight. And for game so that seven. means Vegas played the Jets. Correct. All right. 
and Edmonton played LA. So hockey, <laughs> playoff hockey, gotta love it. Um, all right, let's see. Oh, I got this, this other interesting, interesting stuff here. Um, to switch away from sports and I guess jump over to politics for a little bit. Um, yeah, lame. I was listening to the breaking points podcast, uh, shout out to crystal and Sager. Um, recently, and I think this is super interesting. Um, it kind of shows the state of where everyone's at. So I'm curious to get your take on it. Although I, I feel like I know what you're going to say. Um, so they, they, talked about this study that was done by, I think it was NBC. Um, so NBC, um, pretty left-leaning organization, right? Uh, it's not quite MSNBC, but you know, NBC is, it's not Fox, <laughs> you know, it's, it's definitely on the left. So they polled people all over the country about the presidential race in 2024. Of the people that they polled. I forget the exact number, how many people they polled, but I do know it was a nationwide poll. So I don't know, I would imagine it's probably around 100,000, right? Like maybe, I don't know. Um, I could look it up, but we don't let facts get in the way here. Um, so of whoever they, they, they polled, they asked, one of the questions was, do you want Joe Biden to run for re-election? Do you want to guess the split of yes to no's? I'm going to say no was 70%. Spot on. Like one like you nailed it 70%. And I I didn't even know this was a real thing either. So. <laughs> uh so then how many people do you think said yes? I mean not that it actually matters, but uh, what was there a third option? Yeah, I would imagine so because the numbers don't add up to 100. So yes is probably 20. Yeah, it was 26%. So, so 4% were asked the question and didn't give a yes or no? I guess so. What the yeah. fuck is the other answer? I don't know. They didn't say. They only provided yes or no statistics. on Now, on breaking points, right? So the, the yeah. actual NBC poll might have shown all three responses. Um, maybe like the third response was like indifferent or like I don't care type of thing. Um but when Crystal and Saga reported on it, they said 70% of people polled across the country said they don't want Joe Biden to run for re-election. And only 26% of people said yes, they do want him to run. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fucking hilarious. Especially now, because the election isn't even for another like 18 months. Yeah. So people already don't want him to run. And yeah. he still has 18 months as president. He has a 41% approval rating. That means like, again, this is just a poll of people. Like, do you approve of the president right now? Yes or no? 41% of people said yes. They approve of, of his, the job that he's doing right now. So pretty, pretty awesome there. Uh, but conversely, so the a second question that they asked people so was do you want donald trump to run for president you want to guess how many people said no see if you go two for two 
65. Very close, actually. 60%. So 60% of people said no to Trump. I'm just looking up his approval rating. So his so Trump's final approval rating was 34%. Pretty sick. As was George W. Bush's. Now that's, those are again those great. are those are final, but right, right. I don't imagine Biden's is going to get any better. No, if he's at forty one percent right now. I also got to think too. Yeah, that's something that diminishes over time. Like yeah, as I, they get as they get closer being out, people are like sick of their shit. Yeah, basically. I think Biden's got pretty low last year when gas was like over five dollars a gallon in some uh-huh. places. I think his um I think his approval rating dipped down into the 30s. Like it might have been like 35%. Um or it might have been lower because I feel like those like dumbass fucking Republicans were like oh it's the see, lowest in history or something. Yeah, Biden Biden's approval rating is lower than Trump's was. But I mean obviously right. it's come up since then. But like like that's some fucking badge of honor, right? Like it matters. Like, who cares? You're not going to like you can't impeach a guy and get him out of office just because his approval rating is low. Like, it doesn't fucking right. matter. So. um, I don't know, yeah. man. I mean, people around the country should they should not want this fucking sideshow again. No. It's a fucking joke. Right. Like, like not like, for nothing. Like, like, this is the other thing, too, is like if if you just like. If you just took like the the names away from them. Yeah. And let's just say you said. So, President A did not win re-election, you know, the year after or the election after his presidency. As the incumbent, he did not win re-election. Right. If you ask the people of that country, oh, should they run again? No, why would they? They didn't win. Yeah. Like, why, I mean, like, why? And I know, like, Grover even- Cleveland. Grover Cleveland did it, but you know, yeah. as three-year Letterman told us, this isn't Sesame <laughs> Street. Um, but like, if you vote for somebody, if someone does not win the election for like whatever, whatever you want to call it, then a term's going to go through, and then the person's going to run again. It's like, why? They already lost because they have. A why would we do ego. this again? No, well, not again, but, that, but that's why you got to take that's that's why you have to take the name out of it. Right, right. And then you it's could like, go okay. even further with it too, right? And like so so you know, candidate A, right, was the the president that did not win his reelection bid and also is I think 77 years old or something like that. And well, so these guys are fucking old as hell. And has, you know, you can get into like policy things like that, right? Like believes X, Y, and Z. And then you can go to like candidate B is 80 years old um may or may not have cognitive uh failure like failure function right? yeah like but that's i didn't even really like that's the thing is like oh, I, like i didn't even i just wanted to stay way more superficial than that because i mean if we look at who these characters are like if we again just treat them as like attributes yeah the attributes don't make any fucking sense Right. To to have this be the election again. It doesn't make any sense. But, you know, it's the dumbest time to be alive. So this is what we're stuck with. But like, again, if you just look at like, okay, so 
the previous guy did not win re-election. He ended with a 34% approval rating. Why the fuck would that person run again after four years? They didn't want them then. They're not going to want them now. Right. And then you take the current guy where he has any, again, whichever metric you want to use, either a 26 to 41% approval or desirability or whatever method you want. Again, because he won't have a final until he's done and the election will be over. Um, so, you know, polling, whatever. You don't want that guy. Like, you, you would not want that guy either. It's right. like, no, man, you were in and people don't like you. You fucked up. Next. Yeah. Now it's up to him if he wants to run again. I guess the DNC theoretically could not put him up. But I don't know. I mean, like, why do we want to do this again? I don't think, and that's the, that's the interesting part, is I don't think the people do. Clearly, by this poll from NBC, the people don't want it. 70% said no to Biden and 60% said no to Trump. Yet, that's what they're going to fucking give to us. Well, and the other thing, too, is if the Republicans are smart, they'll somehow find a way to make sure it's not Trump getting the Republican nomination. Right. But I don't know. I feel like there's too many fucking whack jobs. Yeah. So the the interesting part of because there's more to this poll that they talked about. So when they compared, um, so what like one of the other questions was comparing candidates, right? So if they said, would you vote for Biden or Trump? Uh, these are all the same people, right? Of the the same people, the same people that seventy percent of said no to Biden and sixty percent of said no to Trump. Um, the other thing of that of the seventy people that said no to Biden, seventy percent of them said no because of his age. So yeah, that there you have it there. So yeah. Further, like, further down the yeah, that's a massive factor. Again, when you start like actually looking at like what's going on, yes, the ages are an issue. The performance right. is an issue. Right. Like the rallying cries behind fucking Trump, I, I think, are an issue. Yeah. So when you go further down in the the polling questions, right? Then one of the other ones was, would you vote for Biden or Trump if that was the the candidate? You you know that was the choice. 46% of those people said that they would vote for Biden and only 40% said Trump. So even though neither one, like nobody wants either one, right? They both suck. 60 plus percent, right? Of all the people, because 60 for Trump and 70 for Biden. So 60 plus percent of all people don't want both of them or either of them. But when that's the choice, 46% was, went to Biden. Because that's how much people fucking hate Trump. So, I mean, that's and if that's the case, Biden's probably going to win again. If it's yeah, I mean, it will be the same result. It's not going to change if it's if no. it's one for one. No. So um, then this is where it gets interesting. Then they asked, they paired up Biden versus a general GOP candidate, right? So they didn't say any names. Like, yeah. would you vote for, vote for Biden or just anybody? The, R the RNC nomination. Yeah. 47% said 
said they would vote for the person who represents the GOP. So a nameless, faceless Republican would get 47% of people right off the bat if they were to run against Biden. Against Biden. They can't run it. I really I I just I mean even even for like my own sanity, because like again, I'm I'm well I'm aware enough to know that the the president of the country that can't really do much to affect my daily life. Right. Um but just for like my own sanity, it's like with everything being so fucking polarizing and like effectively nothing getting done, like the guy hasn't done a fucking thing. No. In how many years? Three. Yeah, two, basically two and change. Two and change. He's. I actually saw a statistic the other day that he has given the least amount of press conferences of any president since I think Ronald Reagan. That who, I actually like. If you remember, Ronald Reagan also was in mental decline by the end of his presidency as well. That I'm okay with. I think we need less pressers from the fucking president. But anyway, that's just me. I think each, yeah. I think, I think all politicians need less fucking camera time. Right. So, like, I guess it's a good thing, but the reasoning behind it might is not wrong. be a good thing. Yeah, no, the, yeah. Re- the, yeah. the, the, the <laughs> reason for it's wrong. Yeah. Cause they don't want him I out like there. The, I like the result, not the process. They're afraid that people, like, the more he's out yeah. there, the more it'll be exposed that he's fucked up. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other should, thing that's we should establish up that precedent, though, is like, um, so he is being primaried by people in the Democratic Party. So two people have already announced that they will run for president in the Democratic Party. And one of them is Marianne Williamson, who's kind of a whack job. Um, I don't know much about her, but I just know people think she's kind of crazy. Um, and the other one is RFK Jr., so I don't know how much you know about RFK Jr., but he I don't he spent basically the last two years in a crusade against Dr. Fauci and COVID. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. From that side, too. Yeah. So he actually, as a child, I believe. Um was his father in the plane crash? Is that his dad is Bobby Kennedy. So his his dad. So was that's the thing. Though, I don't. I don't know all the names. So JFK Jr. died in a plane crash. JFK Jr. died in a plane crash. So okay. So RFK was named. He had a stadium named after him. Yeah, that's Bobby Kennedy. He was the Attorney okay. General of the United States under JFK, and he was he, assass- he was assassinated too. He was assa- He was assassinated. Yeah. Did Bush's <laughs> father do that one too? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um. So yeah. He he was actually assassinated right around the time of MLK. I think they were like a couple months apart. They were both assassinated. Wasn't that also very close to when it was like sixty eight? So Kennedy oh, then... Kennedy was sixty three. Well, JFK was sixty three. The other Bobby Kennedy, I think, was sixty eight, and I think MLK was sixty eight also or sixty nine, something like that. I know they were. I, was, they were both... I want to say it was sixty nine. Nice. So um, pretty close. I know they were pretty close in like yep, assassination six, ages. June, June, 1968. Yep. Um, so this is his kid. Um, and then, so as a child, he 
had a vaccine injury. So like he got a vac, he got vaccinated for like something, right? Like, I don't fucking know what it was. Um, call it like, I don't know, hepatitis or whatever. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, and it actually fucked up his vocal cords. So his voice kind of sounds fucked up. Um, cause it is, but he has been like a lifelong crusader against vaccines because again, he was injured by one as a child. So when the whole COVID thing came on, he was super against the, the vaccine, right. And all that stuff. And he actually wrote a book, um, that came out like last year, I think that's called the real Anthony Fauci. And it's like a deep dive into how much of a piece of shit that Fauci really is. Um, it goes all the way back to like the eighties with the AZT stuff. He, Fauci was the one that kind of was pushing AZT on everyone. If you're not familiar, it's the, it was the drug that they used or they tried to use during the AIDS epidemic when it first became a thing. Um, they thought it would help people, but it ended up killing like millions of people. Um, and Fauci was behind that as well. So, um, all kinds of other shit too, right? They, so this dude literally wrote a book about how much Fauci sucks and he's running for president on the democratic party. So because of this, right, because Marianne Williamson and RFK Jr. have both announced they're running, the DNC came out like literally last week and said that they will not hold presidential debates on the Democratic side. So there you go. They're just, again, they don't want this. They're they don't want him not. to talk. They, they're trying to keep this guy in under so much bubble wrap that it's insane. It's, and are, it's, are Democrats like cool with that? I don't know, probably because anyone that follows politics are like in lockstep with each other. It's like North Korea on both sides. Like if you're a hardcore Democrat or a hardcore Republican, you're like, they're one and the same. You're both North Korea. Like whatever your fucking, you know, whatever your leader says is, oh, that's what happens. Like, Joe Biden doesn't poop. Oh, he doesn't poop. Oh, Donald Trump smells like roses. Oh, he smells like roses, obviously. Why would they lie? Like, both people on both sides are fucking stupid, right? So, um, generally speaking, the Democrats aren't questioning th that decision to not have debates in your primaries? Yeah, no, they're totally... I, I would imagine they're totally fine with it. Because everyone's brainwashed. No one sees that as like a red flag. <laughs> Why would they? What do you mean? Why is that a red flag? Maybe I'm missing something. <laughs> if you're just listening to this and you're not watching the YouTube video, you're missing some amazing facial expressions by Bob. It's here. a lot of blank staring. <laughs> I'm just like trying to wrap in my head. I'm just trying to wrap around like why that like, why is this a good thing? Like, if you are a Democrat, wouldn't you want the best candidate to go to the election? You would think, wouldn't, right? Wouldn't part of that be the debates? You're making a lot of sense here. You got to be careful. I don't get it. 
Oh, so I was way off. Kennedy died in 63. Uh, J- sorry, JFK was was shot in 63. Yeah, yeah. Which is why the half dollar came out in 64 with his his face on it. Yeah. Um, RFK has 11 kids. Holy shit. And then RFK Jr. has like six or eight or something. It's wow. fucking crazy. He's actually He's, married like, to... like fucking bunnies. The wife in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Larry uh, okay. The woman who plays Larry David's wife in Curb is actually RFK Jr.'s wife. I think it's like wife. his third wife. So that's probably yeah. why he has so many kids. Yeah, I would say so too, probably. But so yeah, I mean, you would you would think too, right? Like from I, the Democratic at, side, you have another Kennedy. You have a viable Kennedy, right? Like if you're... So what's the thing here too, right? Is typically your Republicans are older people, right? Like they cater to like the old white people, right? And your Democrats are younger, the fucking hipster, fucking Seattle, New York City people, right? That's typically that's the kind I, of the the ideas or what the the what the philosophies are geared towards, right? Because ultimately right. they're all just old white people in Congress. Yes, basically. <laughs> so you would think though, like if I was a strategist for the DNC, I how would like I would definitely be raising my hand and being like, hey, listen, young people. Uh, minorities, right? Like whether it's black, Hispanic, whatever, we're good, right? We're, we're locked up. Like we're not going to lose any of them to the Republicans. Like we don't, whatever, which isn't really the case because it's, we don't have to go down that rabbit hole, but it, there's a lot more Hispanics that are voting Republican than Democrat re- recently. Well, I but, think, I think a lot of the minorities, they haven't, they haven't been thrilled about the way it's gone. Right. Right. But I'm saying like general overarching, right. If I'm in the position where I work in the DNC, I'm raising my hand. I'm saying, Hey, traditionally we have these people yeah. locked up who we don't have locked up is the old white people, old white suburbia, right? What better way to win over the older white suburban people than run a Kennedy, right? Like everything that's, that's going thinking. on, everything that's going on right now is nostalgia, right? Like they remake all the Disney movies into live actions. They like every time you turn around, they're doing a remake of a movie that came out between somewhere between like 72 and 95, right? Like all of these movies that are coming out now that are being successful are remakes. They're trying to pull on the nostalgia, right? Like, they're they're do they're redoing Harry Potter, and that's not even like that came out in the early two thousands. Like everything that they're doing right now in Hollywood, I, I'll say at least, is to pull on nostalgia. How like again, if you're the Democratic Party and you're trying to win over old white suburbia, how do you not try to Kennedy out there? So people be like, yeah, yeah, he's a Kennedy, obviously. Yeah, I'll vote for that guy, especially. An anti-vaccine Kennedy. Well, uh, yeah, which could be a little bit of a, you know, uh, identity crisis for them. But especially if the opponent is Trump, right? Like if you have an old white person who is quasi-conservative, right? Say they're, I don't know, what are they like? Call them 68 years old, right? Like somewhere between 60 and 70. You know, back in, how old would they have been? It only would have Back been like eight. Eight. So call it a so little older. Ken- so Kennedy, someone in their 70s, right? Kennedy was shot 60 years ago. Okay. So so call it, you know, someone in their 70s that's like 
maybe in an intermediate, maybe a moderate, right? Maybe a moderate Republican, maybe a moderate Democrat, whatever. If their choice is between Donald Trump, who they most likely probably don't like, or a Kennedy, they're probably going to be like, ah, fuck it. I'll vote for the Kennedy. Like, I think that would be a landslide because I think with the current what the current climate feels like, it feels like the Republicans are less set on their side. I don't know if you get that feeling. It is. They don't want Trump, but they're terrified of him. Like they don't want him to be their candidate, but they're terrified of picking anybody else because he's so vicious. He will shred whoever that is. Well, I wasn't thinking like politically. I was just thinking like take a random person in fucking Iowa or something. Yeah. And if they're sitting there like, hey, they're like, hey, you know, I, I, you know, I lean Republican, but like maybe they're using their brain. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if anyone uses this. And it's like, you know what, though? I'm sick of fucking Trump. Sick of him. I'm sick of hearing about him. And it's like, oh, you're sending a Kennedy out here and he's like an anti-vaccine guy. And like, they're like, you're probably more likely to sway that Republican away from voting for his party than you are to get a Democrat right. to swing away from the Democratic Party. It just feel it feels like there's a lot more. Um, there's a lot more sway in the, on the Republican or, or it's side. It's just like it seems like the like a lot of like Democratic people are just like way stronger in like being a Democrat. Yeah, it just like their heels that. are more dug in. Yeah, it seems right. that way right now. Right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that'll change. I'm not really sure, but that's what it seems like. Like they could run out. They could run Marianne Williamson, and the Democrats would still vote for her just because she's a Democrat. Correct. I think that's more likely to happen. Um, but if like the Republicans, like for whatever reason, tossed out, like say Pete Buttigieg, right. Say he switched parties or something. You know what I mean? Uh, Republicans wouldn't vote for him. Right. You know, like, like that's, yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. I just don't like, I don't, I don't know the best way to describe it. I think there's more like political leeway Well, I think on the Republican side. I think, and I think it's just because I think a lot of people are fed up with 45. Yeah. So if you trot DeSantis out there, they're they're less likely to leave their party. Right. Right. But if you try if you do trot Trump out there, you're more likely to get some people to vote the other side. Yes. Now, you're less likely if you have extreme extreme, you're not getting anybody to fucking leave their their team. Right. But if you get something that's like my team my side's extreme and the other side actually seems somewhat reasonable, like yeah, give it a shot. Yeah. Give it a shot with this dude. Yeah, I mean, I think the real to benefit the country, right? Now, which no one no one gives a shit about, right? No, the powers that be don't give a shit no, about. No, because it's only about themselves. Yeah. But to benefit the country, I think the best matchup, well, the best probable matchup of the situation that we have right now would be DeSantis and RFK Jr. Um, the real best matchup would be DeSantis and Tulsi, in my opinion. Um, but Tulsi's not going to run, um, especially not for the Democratic Party. So I think DeSantis and against RFK Jr. would be, again, the best matchup for the future of the country. 
you're also start. I, I I'm starting to I just you know a little bit. I'm starting to see people trying to tear DeSantis down now because of Trump. Well, Trump, I think Trump's going after him. Well, I think yeah. So maybe maybe it's coming from within, but I think it was a I think it was some fucking like New York lawyer or some shit. But um, so that's that's kind of what I was alluding to earlier when I said that the like the the GOP doesn't want to nominate Trump, but they're afraid of him because if they nominate DeSantis, then Trump would probably just run as an independent. And he would eviscerate DeSantis in on all levels, right? Like, so they know that if they don't pick Trump, their candidate is probably going to fucking lose. Yeah, well, yeah, because then the, the party gets too fractured. Right. But then and also I, whoever they do pick gets absolutely eviscerated. Like, Trump's a good fucking, like, say all the things you want. He's a fucking loser, right? But- He's great at PR and marketing, and he's really good at roasting people. He's fantastic he, at roasting people. He can he can definitely talk. That's, yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone can. Uh, no one can deny him that. No one can deny that. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I think I I think it was like I think it was some lawyer was just like basically like the lawsuit like like not lawsuits or legislate like suits or legislation whatever i guess desantis has just like lost fucking all of them interesting like within florida i don't know hmm. well that's the uh that's the state of the the country great it's awesome fantastic and the best news is like you said we got 18 more months of it oh it's <laughs> awful Fuck, yeah. it is so fucking sickening. Yeah. Um, I think I think we are getting it. Like, we'll just wrap this, wrap it on this. I think we're gonna get eighteen months of a whole lot of nothing and a whole lot more stupidity. Oh, one because now now people are starting to phone it in. So. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Great. Speaking of phoning it in, actually, and to take a, a, I guess, a baby step out of politics, but this this more in like the media side. Um, like big media might be on its way out. Like it might be dying. Um, so we, we know for a while now, right. CNN absolutely sucks. Like their ratings are in the fucking toilet. Like they, their, their ratings are quite literally the lowest they've ever been in the history of CNN. Um, even GNN ratings would probably beat the CNN ratings. Um, and that's, that's, uh, Anchorman 2 reference for anyone out there that's like, what the fuck? Um, so they just fired, not that it matters because this guy is fucking hated, but CNN just fired Don Lemon, um, who was a pretty highly paid dude at their, um, at their office, right? So they took him off of whatever primetime show he was on because he sucked and people hated him. And they put him on the morning show because they had to keep paying the guy, right? But I guess he kind of stuck his foot in his mouth enough times where they finally were just like, no, you're fired. So they fired him. Don Lemon, gone. Out of CNN. Um, so now they're probably their highest paid anchor is gone and their ratings still fucking suck. On the other side, Fox News just fired Tucker Carlson, who is the most or was the most successful 
news anchor on TV. Um, he was averaging, I think, 30 million viewers a night on his primetime show, which was like far and away the number one show, the number one news show in the country. Um, like CNN may have only gotten like 6 million a night. And if that maybe, and, and Tucker was doing 30 million a night, they fired him. Um, it's still kind of cloudy as to why he gave a speech like the, the weekend before he got fired, where he was kind of like poo-pooing on both Democrats and Republicans. He's been very, though, I think the reason why he's so popular is because he's a moderate Republican, moderate conservative. I, I don't know if I would even say Republican, um, because again, he's shit on, or shat, uh, if you will, on Republicans multiple times um, on his show. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. Um, and Someone's Fox- got to pay for that lawsuit. Yeah, so Fox fired him. And then also Dan Bongino, who's kind of a fucking putz. He's like more of like an extreme right-wing dude. Um, he was on Fox News. I think he had a pretty big show. Not obviously not even near Tucker, but he left. I don't know if he quit or got fired, but he's gone. So now you have like all these major names that are leaving these cable news networks. And now all of their ratings are super low, right? Like what the, what are they going to do? They like, again, Fox news was the only one that was successful with Tucker Carlson, 30 million viewers a night. And now he's gone. The best CNN could do is five or 6 million. And now they don't have anybody. So it's like, I don't know. I, th- I think the major news corporations and medias might be on their way out. You're going to get to a point where what they've traditionally done won't work anymore. Yeah. Because that's the thing is Subway goes, Tucker Carlson is probably going to start a podcast. It'll probably be like, I don't know, top five in the country. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he can beat out Rogan. He might. He might be able to. Yeah, I'm probably not just because Rogan's um, vast difference in people that he has on his show. Right? Like, yeah, Tucker like, is is like I would never lit. Like I would never listen to Tucker Carlson because I do not care that much about politics. Right. But Rogan might have someone on his show that you'd be interested in. Yeah, I listened to. You told me to listen to someone. I forget what the fuck you talked about. I think he was like he was um. He did like the pharmaceutical stuff and the insurance oh, yeah. stuff. Um, Brigham something or other. His first name is Brigham. I almost yeah. called him Brigham Young, but that's the college. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Brigham something is his name. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's the thing is like for me to. That took a flight, like for yeah. me to even listen to that. Brigham Bueller. That's who it was. And the only reason uh, I even listened to that was because my TV was broken on the flight. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, so you're, you're, you're right. I'm more like I'm more likely to listen to Joe Rogan than I am Tucker Carlson because there's a zero percent chance I would ever listen to him. Right. But there's a one percent chance. Well, actually, it might be even be less because how many podcasts does he put out? Probably like fifteen hundred. And I've listened to one. What's that percentage? I don't know. Let's find out real quick. <laughs> One. That's uh oh wow. That's a small number. What is uh, it? It's three zeros. It's point zero 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 
seven. So it's a 0.03% chance? I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's a fraction of a percent. It's one-tenth. It's seven-tenths of one percent of a chance. But it's more You're than zero. There's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that one in 1,500 talk. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, media media's, media is dying. It's not kind of dying. It is. Um, and I think podcasts are a big reason why. Even like the big guys that are out there in the media, like Bill Maher, like he has his own podcast on the side, right? So he does his his TV show and then he has his own podcast. So it's like these people are are starting to do their podcasts because there's it, there's more to it, right? Like you can actually learn who the person is. I, we've talked about this before. It's like the, it's why podcasts are so successful because if you listen to enough of them, you get to know the person, right? Like I've been listening to Rogan, I don't even know, probably since 2015-ish. Um, so what is that, eight years? Like, I feel like I know Joe Rogan. I've never fucking met the guy, but like I have a pretty good idea of who he is and how he feels on certain things because I've been listening to him talk, you know, anywhere from three to 12 hours a week for eight years. So, you know, same thing goes here. Like, I'm sure there's people that have listened to our podcast, maybe from the beginning, maybe somewhere along the way. Um, but if they've listened to us talk for hundreds of hours, right, they feel like they know us. We've never met them, but they know us, right? So it's people like that, um, obviously, <laughs> obviously, because that's why podcasts are so successful. Um, and you don't have the the bullshit producers and all the behind the scenes stuff and the sponsors to, you know, the commercials that, you know, you say something wrong and all of a sudden Colgate pulls their $15 million contract to run commercials on your program. And then your boss is like, what the fuck? You just cost us $15 million from this toothpaste company. Right. So you're not really beholden to that when you're on a podcast, because you basically, for the most part, you can choose your own sponsors um, and they know what they're getting going in and there's enough of them out there or you can just do whatever the fuck you want. Right. Like, so you have, I don't know, crest as a sponsor on your podcast and they don't like you and they pull their sponsorship. Okay. Fuck you. I'll just go to athletic greens or stamps.com like, or grill your ass off. Right. Like there will be out there. Are so many out there. Um, so you're not beholden to those like corporate standards that are in traditional media. So I think you're right that, you know, you can't keep doing the things the way that they've been doing them forever because Doesn't work. people will catch on and people, or maybe it's not even that people will catch on. People just prefer the other way. They prefer the alternative. Well, if you like the other thing too, is it's like, if you really want to, hear what someone or something has to say like podcasts are just more convenient yeah you can listen I can, to them I can listen you to want. it whenever i want whereas like no I, I know you can fucking record everything but like i'm not gonna record the news i mean like i don't watch the news so i guess it's a bad example but like 
if there was a TV show, oh, that would be a shitty TV show. Uh, I was just thinking of like the Chasing Scratch guys because I like their podcast. I'm like, if that, if that was a TV show, that would be fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it like it, like it all becomes like on demand. It all becomes like for my convenience because like, right? You know, God forbid, there's something I really enjoy, but it's five o'clock. It's like I'm never at a TV at five o'clock. It's not right. possible. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. That's what I see. TV is going to be pretty much exclusively for live sports pretty soon. Basically. And streaming. And like, my mother can watch the Hallmark channel. She likes yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, live TV, other than like local news and sports, is just going to go away. News is so fucking annoying to hear, too. Yeah. So I'd rather not. <laughs> so there we have it. Um, want to start wrapping this up? We can wrap this up. All right. All right. So I have been to the Cape the last two weekends. Mm-hmm. I had a golf tournament last Friday, and we went and stayed at Ocean Edge this past weekend. Is that the venue? No, that's not the event. We're getting with the venue is going to be Witchmere. Ocean Edge okay. is just a resort in Brewster. Oh, cool. We um, just went just to have fun. We just went to go. Yeah. Um, and if the weather was going to cooperate, I was going to pl- try to play golf because they have a course that's private or resort guests only. The weather was intended to be terrible the whole time, and then the weather was fine. So, but it was too late at that point. Whatever. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Um. But moral of the story, Sagamore Bridge. Now, this is obviously very specific to being from around here. But the Sagamore Bridge is one of two ways to get over the get over to the Cape, right? Via via car, Sagamore Bridge or the Bourne Bridge. Now, I haven't been over the Bourne Bridge because I haven't been going that way. They're both under construction until Memorial Day. Good. They're one line. They're one lane. Either way. On both. Good. Now, obviously, that's pretty shitty. Now, is it one way at a time on both, or is it like you can only get off on the Sagamore no, 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 and only no, no. get so on like, on the board? So it's it's both direction traffic, but one lane each. Okay, on each bridge. Okay, which again, for anyone that's not from around here, um, those lanes are really fucking small to begin with. Yeah, it's tight. It is. It's tight. So obviously they're going to try to get it done before Memorial Day because if they try to do it during Memorial Day, the Cape would be nearly impossible to go to. I would actually consider flying if that was the case. (laughs) Take the uh, we could take the the little puddle jumper from Mansfield. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you can. We could PJ it. Yeah, (laughs) I was thinking flying, flying fucking Boston to Hyannis. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we could go from Mansfield. What was what was a PJ like? Twenty five hundred bucks to go to. Yeah, Hyannis? I think I think from 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 Mansfield to Hyannis was like twenty five hundred because Mansfield to the Vineyard was like thirty two. Yeah, and you can put eight people. I think up to up to eight. Yeah, and that was one way. Um, was it? I don't know if that was round trip. 
Yeah, I don't. I truthfully don't know. It might have been remember. round trip. I don't know. That wouldn't surprise. I mean, that's like four hundred bucks a person. Yeah, I guess that's okay for round trip. It's like a, what a fucking twenty-eight minute flight. Yeah, it's not long, even in a propeller plane. Like it's not long. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how long. Like I don't even know like how long that flight would take. Yeah. <laughs> um. But so anyway, so this is a disaster, right? But to make it even worse, coming away from the Cape at the bottom of the Sagamore Bridge. So before you cross the bridge, leaving the Cape, mm-hmm. they put in a fucking traffic light. Oh, God. So now all the traffic on six and all the traffic coming from the side by um the Christmas tree shop. Yep. Both of them have a have a light now. Oh, God. It is. A fucking horror show. Now I think now I think it has to be a light because a lot of people do go that way. Because when I when I left Chatham, there was an accident on six. So not only is it one lane and it's fucking stop bumping a bump of traffic, there was a fucking accident. Yeah. So to save 45 minutes, <laughs> I got off of six, drove around, and still sat in an hour's worth of traffic. Nice. And it's because of, and I, th- it, I mean, it's just too many people in this light and the construction. Yeah. It's a fucking disaster. Are they widening the bridges? What are they, what are they doing? They're just redoing them, I think. Yeah. Or not like, they're not like rebuilding them. I think they're just like fixing them. Yeah. But they fucking did work on them like two years ago too. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, dude, those things are like, I was actually thinking this on the way down. I'm like, I don't know how you fix this. But like, I would just like start building new roads or something. Like, I like you got to do like, yeah, this is not working. There are too many people that go down here. Yeah. So I think I don't know if those bridges can even like really support the traffic that they now get. Right. Because right. I I, I want to say it was like, it was either two years ago or it was like four years ago. They were doing bridge work and it was like the same thing. It's like, we're going to work 24 seven until Memorial day and then it'll be done by Memorial day. Yeah. So it was either right after the pandemic or right before the pandemic. I don't remember which one. Yeah. How do you not just build new bridges? I don't know if you like, I don't know how I like, so listen, I'm no bridge builder here. So I don't know like <laughs> what that process entails. Like, could you just like, could you just build like, outside of the current bridge and make it like i think again i'm I'm no bridge builder either nor am i a civil engineer um but i think what they typically do when they build a new bridge is they just build a brand new one literally right next to it and then they just like build a new road to connect it and then they just demo the old bridge so like they just like shift it to the side basically but the only problem is i don't i don't know if a new bridge fixes anything you can make it wider sure well, that's what so i mean like if you have like a th- it, like a what would be a six lane bridge right oh, oh oh no no no. so i was thinking like if you just widen out the lane so it's still two but like so that my only problem is so if it's six six lanes so three and three yeah three becomes two anyway because route six is only so wide right so that that's what I mean. It's like we need like we need new highways or something or tunnels or so. I, we need something. <laughs> we need Elon Musk. <laughs> I need a tunnel that goes all the way from fucking Plymouth <laughs> to fucking Provincetown or something. <laughs> Where's the boring company? 
Oh, God. They're doing it in L.A. I think, was it, I don't know where, somewhere in Scandinavia. They literally have a tunnel that goes under the ocean. Yeah, we do too. Super long. No, but like really. like It goes under, under the Boston Harbor. Yeah, okay. So, I mean. Like, like the ocean un- ocean. Under the open ocean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not I just mean, like a part of. Either way, if something happened ocean. in either of those tunnels, you're fucked. Like you're not getting out. I mean, the Scandinavians figured it out. Yeah. They don't seem worried about it. No. And what's going to happen? Just flood. An accident? Just a little or water. Flood. Eh, whatever. Yeah. Just build them good. <laughs> don't use the guys from the big dig. Yeah. Just get, get get the Scandinavians. Yeah. Or the Amish, one or the other. Yeah. The Amish would get that shit. They're done. good workers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything would be made out of like hay and fucking dirt, but I mean, it would be uh, good. I think they can use modern materials. There's something weird, like, they're, they're, like it's not, like, don't let the Amish fool you. They're not just, like, hand-nailing everything in. <laughs> and like They use power tools. <laughs> Fucking liars. I, so, <laughs> don't, I'd have, I'd have to get. I mean, the, they have to, right? Like, they okay, have so to I use know, power tools. So, I know someone. He runs a business in Easton, and he hired the Amish to build a new building because he only had like a very, very small building for what he did. So he hired the Amish to buy a, to build a bigger building. Right. And I'm like, dude, but I didn't talk to the father. I only talked to the kid. I go, dude, I have so many questions. He goes, yeah, he hired the Amish to do it. I go, if what do you mean? Like, I go, like what do you mean he Amish hired the like Amish? Pennsylvania? He goes, he goes, I don't know, dude. He went to Pennsylvania and hired the Amish. How do they get I'm here? Like, do they come here go, on horse and buggy? That's what I said. I go, how'd they get here? He goes, dude, yeah, like, I don't, I'm like, dude, I go, you got to go ask your father. I'm going to go, I'm going to give you a list of questions. I go, I'm so fucking curious as to how this happened. Like, yeah. how did the Amish get here? What, first of all, why did they, wh- like, wh- how did, first, how did he come up with this idea? Like, <laughs> like, like, that would be like you, if you like for your patio thing, you'd be like, you know what? I don't feel like doing it. Um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to reach out to the Amish. Yeah. Like they'll come build my patio. I wonder if they're allowed to use trains because trains have been around for so long. You know what I mean? Well, I also think that we've got a little bit of um, some modern day stuff going, right? Because Amish isn't a religion, is it? I don't know. It's like a culture or a lifestyle, yeah? Yeah, but I think religion is tied into it. But I don't think are they Amish. Quakers? Is the Amish religion? What is the Amish religion? Anabaptist. Okay. Christian Church. But and they're closely related, like Mennonites. So it's like ah, the Mennonites. <laughs> so so here, so the other thing. So the other thing. I don't know that they were actually officially really and truly Amish people, right? Because again, I'm I'm getting this secondhand. Yeah. If it came from the kid, oh my god. No, Imagine no, no. Like, he so- hired Hasidic Jews 
And he thought they were Amish just because they look like that. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think, I think like you wouldn't hire Hasidic Jews to build a building for you, would you? I mean, why not? Do they do that? I don't know. Jews are good at everything. That's why they fucking. I mean, they have a hated religion because everything they do, they're just good at, except for sports. But, (laughs) (laughs) but like most everything they do, they they end up being pretty fucking good at it. Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna stereotype though, I usually when I think Jewish, I usually think of like legal professional services or delis. Yeah, but like, I don't know, some ridiculous number, like sixty five percent of the last like or of like all time of Nobel prize winners are Jewish. Yeah. But I think, wouldn't you then assume that they're probably smart enough not to do manual labor? I mean, they could be engineers. Right. But they're not the ones fucking banging the nails in. You got to work your way up. (laughs) I think they'd be, I think they would be smart enough to hire other people to do it. If if we're giving them that much credit anyway, not important. (laughs) The Amish came and built the building. And I guess it went up extremely fast. So they're not sitting there and hand sawing fucking two by fours. Right. So at some point, I wonder if the Amish or whoever this group was that, you know, you have like strict orthodox types like actually so like the hasidic they're the hasidic jews they're very traditional very orthodox like follow the rules to a point and then there are other jewish people that maybe still attend temple but they eat pork like yeah (laughs) they enjoy bacon (laughs) yeah so that's what i mean is like because within these like groups of people yeah is like did he go down and find like the most traditional of all no because they would never come up here because if it's got to be horse and buggy and it's got to be hand tools like so no they can't build they can't build a building up here. i did just get your answer um there are two separate groups so the amish are the traditional amish like what you think of horse and buggy okay the mennonites are amish people that are like the jews that eat bacon okay so Mennonites are technically Amish, but it says here they do not abstain from using motor cars or some um, like new culture. Like I, like I would I would like to think that okay, so Amish are like the hard hard and fast rules. So we'll just call them Mennonites. That's is what came up here to yeah. to build the building. I wouldn't be surprised if a Mennonite looks at it and goes, "Listen, if I use a nail gun." That's still me doing the manual labor. I'm the one nailing it. But right. yes, it is fucking 2023. So I'm going to fucking use a nail gun. I'm not hammering this fucking thing in. Yeah, yeah. Now, there are some people that still do it. Like, they, like there's like roofers and siders that still fucking hammer them all in. Yeah, that's nuts. Like, they definitely, like, I, I know for a fact that some people hire illegal labor and they still do it all by hand. They go, the work will never fall apart. It's just got to be morally flexible to where it's coming from. <laughs> Which I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, as long as the work gets done. Pick them up in some of them. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Some of them home I'll depot. pay you, right? Like, that's what they're here for. They want to work. Yeah. Like, if you want to work and you want to get the job done, I'll pay you. Yeah. And, like, you know, so. Now, luckily, I don't need this because I don't have any... any jobs to do but whatever yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so let's get the mennonites because we'll we'll rephrase 
Let's yeah. get the Mennonites to build a fuck. Like, let's get no, actually, don't even tell them what to do. Have them fix the cape issue. Yeah. <laughs> just explain it to them and be like, this is our problem. Can you fix it? And just let them go. Yep. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. I like that. <laughs> um, so actually, my final thought is going to be sort of in a weird way tied into what you just talked about. Um for the, the Cape Mennonites Cod Bridge. and the Amish? No, the Cape Cod Bridge. <laughs> I was say, there's, there's no, because that wasn't even my final thought. There's yeah. no way yeah. that you were thinking Amish people and I came up with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so last Thursday, I went to an awards dinner banquet thing for um, this like real estate group that I belong to through work, right? Like we've just, I just joined it. It's a thing where like I have to go to two networking events a quarter and it just pisses me off every time I go and they're whatever because I hate people and I got to go talk to people, but whatever. I do it. My work pays for it. So I just go. So last Thursday was the like annual award ceremony. So my buddy Neil that lives on the Cape um, drove here and we drove in together. So he left his car here and I drove us in. Um, he actually, this is just an aside. This has nothing to do with the real story. Um, but he was like an hour and a half late getting to my house because of the Cape Cod bridge. <laughs> he lives in Mashpee and he, no way out. he tried to get over the Sagamore bridge. He told me the story. He was like, he tried to get over the Sagamore bridge, sat there for 45 minutes, turned around, drove all the way down, went over the Bourne bridge and then came that way. So um yeah it's fucking stupid yeah so like i said he he was supposed to be at my house by like three um he got there by like 4 30 and we left um so then we go into boston which is a Sick. fucking disaster that's good. That, that's good the um the event was at like the westin which is attached to the seaport convention center so you know driving a Toyota Tacoma around Seaport was fun trying to find somewhere to park it to in the garage and all that bullshit, but whatever. So we get there and it's the dumbest fucking thing ever. And I, I bitch every single time I have to go to one of these networking things. But like I told Amy this when I when she was like, oh, how was it? It's like you would think we were at the fucking Oscars. Like someone won like volunteer of the year award and they get up. And they fucking pull a piece of paper out of their pocket, unfold it, and start reading a speech. And they're like, I want to thank my family. I want to thank everyone involved. This means a lot. I want to thank this. Like, they gave like a two-minute fucking award speech. Everyone that won an award gave a speech, right? And then the one person that won like, whatever, I forget what it's called. It's like the president. It's named after a former president of the organization. It's like the president, whoever, Hubiwatsi award. And it's like, this person had like a three page speech when they won the award. It's like, you guys realize that like, this is like a corporate real estate group, right? Like this isn't the Academy Awards. It's not like the presidential fucking dinner. It's like this, it's the New England chapter of this corporate real estate group. I don't think you get it, man. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> you know what? One day you'll win an award and you'll give a speech <laughs> and then you'll get it. 
it's just wild. Like, like it's, and all of them were the same, right? I want to thank my family. I want to it's thank all, this yeah, no, person. No one, thank no, that. No, no one has a speech that's any different. Yeah. They tell the story of how when they first joined the organization, they didn't know what they were doing and it's the best thing they ever done. And I'm so grateful for everyone I've met along the way. And all it's just fucking bullshit after bullshit. Like it bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. My name's Aldis Snow. Like that's basically what they were saying. Um, and then the other thing too, right? So like me and my buddy Neil were just like shit talking it the whole time because it's hilarious because he's just like us. Um, Oof. Yeah. <laughs> tough, tough break, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> so at one point, and so again, I definitely don't belong there. Right. Like I think it's very clear, like I don't belong there. But I'm there, whatever. My my boss's boss was there. We were on, we were there on an invitation of one of our clients. Um, so it wasn't even like my company that was there. Like we, me and my boss's boss got invited by one of our clients and obviously it's a client that I work with. So they invited us. Um, so we sat at this table with a bunch of people, right? And again, it's corporate real estate. They all work for like finance companies, banks, all this stuff. They start talking and like one of the dudes at the table goes like, oh, so like, you know, what's the best trip you've ever been on? And like one person, the first person goes and is like, um, I took this amazing trip to Paris. Uh, we did a week in Paris and a week in Nice in France. And they like go on and on about how this is like incredible, whatever. And the next person goes like, I had an amazing ski trip to the, um, to the Swiss Alps. And I'm sitting there like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I'm a fucking loser. Like, like literally, again, if you didn't, if you needed any more reason as to why I don't belong here, like you people are talking about like one person was like, oh, I did an African safari. I'm like, are you people? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I'm sitting at a table of eight people. Did they go to you? Yeah. I said Hawaii. New Orleans? <laughs> <laughs> and it was after my buddy Neil. And he said, he was like, oh, I lived in Hawaii for five years. So that was pretty cool. And then I was next because I was sitting next to him. And I was like, yeah, same for me. I did two weeks in Hawaii. That was pretty cool. And then everyone was like, oh, cool. Like, what islands did you go to? And I was like, we were in Maui basically the whole time. They're like, all right. And then I like went to the next person. I was like, yeah, I, I have nothing to add to this. The fucking, an African safari, Nice and Paris, France, uh, the Swiss Alps for a ski trip. And I'm like, what the, f where I the fuck am I? If I was there, well, so luckily for me, I don't have an answer that even compares <laughs> to that. <laughs> So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, so I wouldn't have even been able to say Hawaii. Yeah. Or like you could even turn around and be like, you know, Hey, like, listen, I am not the world's biggest traveler. Like one time I went to San Diego. I really enjoyed that. The weather's awesome. Like next. Yeah. And yeah. people are like, Oh yeah, you're, you're right. It is. <laughs> My options would include going to a Patriots game in new Orleans, going to a bachelor party in new Orleans. Going to a Patriots game in Nashville, going to a bachelor party in Nashville, going to a bachelor party in Austin, going to a bachelor party in Saratoga. <laughs> um, 
Patriots game in Baltimore. Um, we went to Savannah. Yep. Charlotte. We went to Charlotte Patriots game in Charlotte. I went on the the trip to Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. I won't even call it Charleston because I was in there for fucking two and a half hours. <laughs> I went to Canada when I was ten for a hockey tournament. I went to Lake Placid when I was eleven for a hockey tournament. My yeah. mother and I went on a cruise. It stopped in Cozumel in the Grand Cayman Islands. Those are all my trips. Yeah, all of them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like I like I I literally would have t- like I like just because I'm an asshole well not only that I actually believe this New Orleans is my favorite place so yeah. like I'd be like yeah like you guys, you guys will probably think this one's funny I go New Orleans is my favorite place in the world I go it's dirty <laughs> it's dirty it's gross it's disgusting <laughs> it's fucking dangerous and it's awesome it's the best yeah. And I would take it over any of the places you fucking went to. <laughs> <laughs> take the Swiss Alps and shove it up fuck your that. ass. Fuck that. I don't want to. New Orleans. Yeah. Fuck that. I don't want to go fucking France. Like, seriously, fuck. Like, fuck France. Yeah. That's like one of the least. I view that as one of the least desirable European countries that I could go to. I would agree with that. Yeah. Because all because the only advantage is that is that it like makes you an insufferable douchebag when you come back. Yeah. Well, that's what they were doing. Like the person that said they like, so one person was like, oh, I did Nice in Paris. And then like two other people at the table obviously had been to fucking France. And then they have like a 20 minute conversation about how awesome France is and the wine and it's fresh when you get it there and this and that. And I'm sitting there like, dude, what the, what the fuck? Like literally the whole time. Wine ain't fresh. It's fucking aged. This conversation went on for like 45 minutes just at the table of like, oh, well, the the cheese you get in France, you can't get that cheese here. Yeah. And I'm like, and then when they got to me, it was literally about 45 seconds. Yeah, I did two weeks in Hawaii. The one I would respect, though, I would respect skiing, skiing in the Swiss Alps, because that is like that is an experience that you kind of really can't get. Right now, outside of like. So Paris, obviously, like Eiffel Tower, like that's a feature. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. you can't get that anywhere else because there's only fucking one of them, right? Right. But either way, it's like, all right, there it is. Yeah. Maybe I'll eat at a cafe with it in the background. Like, yeah. Hey, or I can go to New Orleans and it's like being in France. There you go. <laughs> same, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, it's basically, they're French Just in New Orleans. No Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, not that kind of Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, but uh, it it'd be like um, it's like playing in golf in Scotland versus playing in golf like around here. Like it's just different. Like something yeah. that's unique to the region. So it's like, right. at least I'll give you that. Yeah, but like, oh god, people make it seem like they're so fucking important because they went somewhere one time. Yeah, like, fuck off. Or like they're rich, right? Like are they they well, either they, have. I a understand. Job. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the thing is like when you say you've been to these certain places, I get it. Like. You're an insufferable asshole. Yeah. Like, like I get because it. that's the thing. Even you if do. I made that kind of money, like I'm assuming because they make probably at least whether they make 150000 plus or they come from money. Either yeah. way, if I made $150,000 a year, you know what I'm not doing? Taking a trip to Paris. Now. Like I would. I No, I'm not. I, I have no I, desire. 
Now, places that seem desirable for me. One, obviously, is Italy. Now, I know I am Italian. I spent a lot of fucking time learning about Italy. Right. Like, because I took Italian for five, seven years, however long we took languages for. Yes. Yeah. I, I spent a lot of time learning about Italy. I would like to go and see some of the shit that I learned about. Yeah. Like. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. That would be like, so for me personally, that's that's like a desirable destination because whether I go to Rome, Venice, Florence, like I've learned about a lot of those places or I go down south where like my family actually comes from, you know, we can't fuck, confirm. <laughs> fuck, um, fuck Sicily, though. I'm not going to Sicily. Fuck that. No. Um, like. That's fine. Then. Like when you talk about a place like Amsterdam or something. I'm not the world's biggest weed guy. I'm not going to solicit a fucking hooker, but like the vibe just seems like something that's dirty, disgusting, gross. And like, I'd like to hang out there during the day. <laughs> I don't need to be there at night. I don't right, like, right, right, right. I don't need to go to the cafes. Like I don't need to be fucking stoned off my ass. Like I'm not, a, again, I'm not yeah. a weed guy and I'm not looking for prostitutes. So it's like when the sun goes down, I'll, I'll go home. It's there's no, there's nothing out there for me at that point. That's for yeah. fucking damn sure. Like Ireland seems cool. Cause I could play golf. Like, the countryside yeah, I would, shit. I would do Ireland or Scotland for the golf. Yeah. Um, I would do Italy just for like the food and the culture. I truthfully, I've never been right. And I'm kind of making this up, but I, if I had to guess, I would say Spain is probably like the best European country. I would, I would be. So like if, if we start like power ranking some of these things, so my top, my personal top European country to go to would probably be Italy. For reasons I've outlined. Yeah, I mine After would that, probably be a toss up between Italy and Spain. Then I would go G what's G B and I? Is that um is that the UK? No, that's not the UK. Is there is it is Great Britain and Ireland, is there a name for that at all? No, because Ireland's separate. Um in all ways, shapes, and forms. Yeah. Because Great Great Britain's the three, and the UK involves Northern Ireland. Yep. But regular, okay, yeah, so it's Great Britain and Ireland. I'll just lump them all together, but it's specifically Scotland, Ireland for yeah. for the golf and like, seem, seems cool. Um, Some of the, I know Nether, technically Netherlands isn't fucking Scandinavia or Denmark. Where the fuck is Amsterdam? I don't even know. Um, it's in the Netherlands, yeah. Okay. Those technically aren't Scandinavia, but like, so Scandinavia plus Denmark, Netherlands, I'm just lumping that all that together. Yeah. Like some of that, those cities seem cool. I think Spain would be better than those places. Um, But then when you start getting to like, I got no use for Austria. Like I don't ski. No. I got no use for Switzerland. I don't ski. Um, I mean, Germany Germany's, might Germany be. Germany seems cool. Germany would probably be cool. I bet there's a lot of history there. Um, not all of it's great. No, <laughs> it's not. But like, I think it's also like a very Western type of, like, I think it's very similar to the United States. Probably. Yeah. And then I think that's where my power rankings kind of end. Like, maybe you could convince me on Portugal. I just don't know much about the country. Yeah, I would probably go to the Azores. Like, technically, I know it's it's Portugal. It is Portugal, but I would probably go to the Azores before I went to the mainland Portugal. 
Um, partially just because that's where my family is from, but partially because I hear it's like some of the most amazing places in the world. Um, yeah, but that's like, but, but then when you take France, it just sounds like different Spain or different Italy. Exactly. And I'm like, I don't know. It just doesn't sound like the spot I want to go to. Yeah. It's touristy. It's very like, yeah, but I, I, I'm I, like, so when I'm in a different place, I'm pretty touristy. Cause it's like, just drop me in the city and let me wander around. Yeah. That's usually how I kind of like operate. Yeah. No, that's fair. So the fact that it's touristy, isn't the issue. It's just the things that are there. I don't find appealing Yeah, comparatively to now, like, like, don't get me wrong. If someone wants to give me a free trip to fucking France. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying no. But yeah, if they're so, like, hey, you get a you get a free trip to any of these five places, and those five places are Italy, Spain, Ireland, France, and Germany, France is fifth. Yeah. You know who's a sneaky, sneaky ad in there that's like, I know technically it's Europe, but it kind of is almost borderline the Middle East, is Greece. Yeah, I don't find Greece overly ap- appealing either. I mean, like I could, I could do what Greece has to offer because the food and like the yeah. fucking ancient, like the ancient shit, like right. I, and that's be, the thing too, like the history part of it. I'd be down for that. Uh, I like lamb. Yeah, big lamb guy. <laughs> I actually just bought a lamb steak this week at Market Basket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like, yeah, I mean, Greece isn't super. Um, Super interesting to me. Yeah. I could do it. Greece and France. So I, I kind of like lump them in the same. Yeah. I don't know. I talk a lot of shit for a guy that's never fucking like left the country. <laughs> I've definitely, I've never left the continent. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Same. Ooh, and then like, I would lump Ice- Iceland's up there too. Iceland would be pretty cool. To Jones go liked it. Chris's brother liked it. Yeah. I've never heard anything bad about Iceland. I haven't either. Except sometimes, sometimes, yeah, there's no sun, but yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's like fucking six degrees is the high. Yeah. But like, hey, just don't go in fucking January. Yeah. Pick, pick, pick better times. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, again, I can talk a lot of shit for a guy that hasn't been to any of these places because <laughs> someone's sitting there like they've been to France and they're like, you are the dumbest motherfucker I've ever listened to. <laughs> Who needs you, France when you have New Orleans? <laughs> yeah. Have you been to New Orleans? Yeah. <laughs> oh, who needs Italy when you have Boston and New York? Oh, like any, God, anywhere stop. you have any, any, any city that, or stop. any place you have in, uh, in, in Europe, you can get that in the United States and it's better, right? Portugal. Fuck it. Go to New Bedford. <laughs> <laughs> Germany, is, go to France go to Pittsburgh. Have? What does like, France have? Eiffel Tower, the Louvre. Yeah. Which includes the Mona Lisa, right? Yes. What else does France have? Don't tell me a countryside. I don't care. Grapes. Am I grapes. am I am I forgetting something? Like what do like they have to have something? Like there's gotta be something I'm missing here. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, the philosophers were all French, right? Like the early philosophers, like Rene Descartes and... Um, yeah, but he's not there anymore. Jacques Cousteau. 
these these can I'm not gonna run into them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I know like some of their politics, like whatever. I'll make that that's fucking that's absolutely a fucking strike against them. Yeah. Famous shit in France. Napoleon. Yeah, he's not there either. Oh, Notre Dame. Fuck. Versailles. Oh, the hunchback. All right. He's not there anymore either. So I typed in famous (laughs) shit in France, spelled France wrong. And the first thing that comes up, I'm just going to click on it. 20 prominent things. What is France famous for? Eiffel Tower. Yep. Check. That is correct. The Louvre. Yep. Check. Got it. Famous. Like, I don't even know what stuff's in there. Like outside of the Mona Lisa, like, I don't know what's in there. I don't know either. I would imagine anyway. some Monet, some probably uh, Picasso, maybe some Dali, right? Like, I have no idea what's in there. No idea. Notre Dame. Okay. It's a church. Cool. It's a shitty school in South Bend, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See, that's Ver- what I mean. Anything that you have in Europe, you can find it in the United States. Versailles. <laughs> Versailles. I don't even know what Versailles is. Isn't that they uh, signed Louis... a treaty? They signed a treaty there. It's where the king used to live, right? Isn't that what they had? Is, it, is that the castle? Is that their Buckingham Palace? Yeah. Moulin Rouge. What's that? We have castles oh, in the cabaret. United States. Fucking, there's a cabaret on Route One in fucking Saugus. It's a shitty. Vi- it's a shitty movie from like 2004. <laughs> See, we got all of that here. And then number six on the list. Disneyland Paris. We have two of those here. We started that. <laughs> Seven. Fashion. We have I wouldn't plenty know of fashion, fashion if it fucking kicked me in the face. Fine wines. I'll give you that, but that's not like you're not the only place in the world that has fine wines. I mean, wine. the wine from California is pretty fine. Football. That's not even the right. That's not even the best kind of football that exists. Yeah, we have better football over here. Cars, we got those too. What the fuck? What the fuck? Peugeot is that? Is that the French car? Probably, yeah. That's a shitty car. It's an awful car. Citro, Citroen, Citroen. That's a car brand, I guess. Peugeot, Opel, Renault. Yeah, fuck all of those. I'll take Ford, Chevy, <laughs> and then GMC. Eleven. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am done with this list. France is officially overrated. Yeah, it's dumb. Anything that's in France, you can find it here. Okay, see, I'm not going that far. <laughs> <laughs> so I know Vegas has an Eiffel Tower, but like, <laughs> see, that's what I mean. <laughs> um, France is officially overrated. Yeah, France sucks. I've always thought that, but. I agree. <laughs> so, so yeah, that, this will be great too. Michaela on Monday afternoons, you'd be like, I was really thinking about going to France. <laughs> hey, would you want to take you a trip, trip to France? <laughs> I think we should do our honeymoon in France. <laughs> oh. like, I can, I can name at least five countries better than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there we have it. Uh, Thanks for joining. Uh, thanks for watching. If you're on YouTube, again, give uh, subscribe. 
thumbs up, like, rate, review, wherever you're at. If you're an audio-only guy, same thing. Uh, tell everybody you know about the show. Uh, you can get us on Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod. We're on Twitter at Sarcasm underscore Speaks. Uh, Facebook is Sarcasm Speaks. The website is SarcasmSpeaks.com. Uh, shout out to the sponsors, uh, Moon Brew. Uh, you can go to moonbrew.com, use the promo code Jared16159. Stupid promo code. They, you know, they still haven't responded to me when I sent them an email to change the promo code. So because they're probably I'll, not gonna. Yeah, I'll have to badger them and send them more emails. Be like, hey, just following up. Um also grillyourassoff.com. Oh, sorry. That promo code Jared16159 uh will get you 10% off your entire order at Moonbrew. Um, check it out. Great stuff. Uh nighttime tea, awesome. Makes your sleep great. Uh grillyourassoff.com. Uh the same uh the, that promo code is sarcasm pod, right? Uh, I have too many promo codes to remember now. Sarcasm pod will get you 10% off at goyourassoff.com every single time you check out over there. Uh, you can use the same promo code sarcasmpod at mybookie.com to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. This is actually not helpful, but I was going to say you can open an account, double your deposit, and then bet it all on the Florida Panthers, but you guys are going to be hearing too this late. tomorrow, so it's too late. Uh, so you missed out. Um, I think that covers all the bases. Uh, so until next time, um, good night, everybody.